You're listening to the Filthy Fantasy Football Show. Hey guys, welcome into another exciting episode of the Filthy Fantasy Football Show. Just uh, horrible, tragic news again today. You know, we, we finally have confirmation for the Pittsburgh-Tennessee game. It's going to be postponed to week seven. We had a feeling that was, actually, well, we thought it was going to probably be played on Tuesday, but right. that, was, that was postponed. But now fucking even worse, Cam Newton tested positive for COVID-19. Must have been going to fucking titty bars with Lou Williams or some shit like that. But, <laughs> he, um, but now he has covid and then uh, the backup quarterback or practice squad quarterback for the Chiefs tested for positive for COVID. So now they're po- uh, postponing the New England-Kansas City game to either Monday night or Tuesday. But now it puts you in a weird position because there's actually you – know, um, before the show, Rome and I, uh, we were talking about this. Um, you know, what do you do? Because now I'm, I'm in a league where Patrick Mahomes was my first-round pick. You know, to defend me, because I'm, I'm more of a late quarterback guy, it was a dynasty league, so I took Mahomes my first pick. Right. But now it's like, do you sit and do I hope that Mahomes plays? Because what if this one gets be, uh, turned into a bye week? You know, it just – and it's like – and I, I have Justin Herbert on my bench, but again, dynasty league. I wasn't planning on playing Herbert at all this year. But my, my backup quarterback, Ben Roethlisberger, his game got postponed. You know, so I could pick up somebody like, like there's Ryan Fitzpatrick – on our waiver wire, maybe even Derek Carr, or yeah. But you know, and the more I've been thinking about it, it's like, do you just start Herbert? I mean, Herbert's going to put up numbers. Is he going to put up Mahomes' numbers? Certainly not. But maybe against New England, who knows? Who knows? But it's so hard, though. I'd rather I'd rather take the points in hand than than be like, hey man, I hope he plays on Tuesday, and then Monday night somebody else gets COVID and they say, now nah, we're shutting it down. This is a bye week, and now you've just you know you're sitting there holding your dick in your hand rather than points. See, I think because see, I, I think the NFL is somewhat like tinfoil hat conspiracy theory here. There, you know, I, I think they're somewhat you know inside baseball kind of stuff. And since the teams are already together right now, and Pat Mahomes is the highest paid player in the league, they might find a way to have this game happen. I mean, I, you you might be onto something. <laughs> although now with although now with Cam Newton out, the game's not as appealing because now, now you're gonna fa- now you have Patrick Mahomes versus Brian Hoyer versus you know Cam Newton versus Patrick Mahomes, which would have been a lot more fun. Right? Yeah, it's that's ugly. But it's just with this kind of stuff, it just it makes it tough to play fantasy foot. Like you know, obviously, we love fantasy football and we're gonna compete as long as the players play. But obviously, the players' health comes first. You know, you want these guys to be healthy. But it just it, it, it kind of takes away some of the fun in fantasy football because it's just stressful now. Yeah, I mean it's stressful about eighty five percent of the time, anyways. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it's a good kind of stress, I guess. If they're yeah, if but not not, not is my guy going to play now because of fucking COVID? Right, right. So um, I guess uh, you know we'll we'll, t- we'll dive more into that, but we'll just take a look at some else of the new, some of the other news around the league. Uh, Noah Fant, you know, top five. I think he's like a top five tight end right now. Uh, he is the. Where are you? He's actually the number two tight end in fantasy right now. Although he already had his points for the Thursday night game, so all six top of five them. tight end. Yeah, he uh, 
he's going to miss some time with that ankle injury. He was carted off uh, during the Thursday night football game, which was unfortunate. Yeah. And yeah. So that, that, that's tough, that, especially right now with the depleted receiving core for Denver with a backup quarterback. You know, losing a player like Font, that's, uh, that's a big hit. There's just a lot of things wrong with Denver at the moment. I mean, losing Font, you, essentially you've just got Jerry Judy now. Mm-hmm. And apparently, uh, what's his name? Patrick, number eighty-one, who who is? Uh, yeah, he had. Yeah, but I think he he hurt his knee. Yeah, who's uh, raping? Oh, did he? Yeah, mm. he, he, he even he got hurt. And then we're saying, it's the, they need to tear down um, the Meadowlands because that fucking stadium's just a piece of shit. Dude, it is. It's time to go. Yeah. Um, actually, there's a note right here from ESPN Fields Yates that as of right now. It's officially that the Chiefs has been rescheduled to Monday or Tuesday. But, again, just have to keep an eye on that. Okay. Because it says Tuesday is the more likely day for the game to be played. And it's it's still scheduled to be on the week four slate. But you need to have a backup plan just in case. Mm. So there is a chance that I'm going to play Justin Herbert tomorrow to just at least get some points versus I hope Pat Mahomes plays on Tuesday. Man, I, I so. do not envy your position, sir. It's tough. It's tough. Uh, Colts wide receiver Michael Pittman, he has now been placed on the injured reserve list. Um, he hasn't done a whole lot this year, but then again, neither has Phillip Rivers. They've been more of a run-first, uh, good defense. Um, but in, in a corresponding moves, tight end Trey Burton has been removed off the injured reserve list. Mm-hmm. So I, I guess that's good. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, sure. That, that kind of – Kind of muddies the water for Jack Doyle, Moali Cox, because uh, when Trey Burton's healthy, he's actually a very good tight end. It's just you know he went to a bad Chicago team, but had and, a good uh, year. H- had a couple of good years in Chicago. Yeah, I mean, yeah, fa- he had, very uh, fantasy relevant years. Yes, his first year he had six touchdowns. And then last year he only played in eight games, but you know he was like a Super Bowl hero um, for the Eagles a couple of years yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Joe, Joe Mixon, he's questionable for week four against the Jaguars. Um, it's a new injury for Mixon. He pl- he practiced full this entire week, but getting a downgrade during the end of the week, especially, like, as you said before the show, on a Saturday, that's never really a good sign. So um, that's something you got to keep an eye on. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just that's just unfortunate. Yeah, it's uh, – um, <laughs> any, anything this late in the week probably means he's going to be out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Debo Samuel, he's been, he'll be eased into the team's offense, so he's actually looking to return this week. Woo-woo. Um, they're, they're saying that he's not going to have his usual duties against the Eagles, but he could very well be a decent streamer in, uh, you know, definitely a 12, maybe, you know, 14 or 16 team league, definitely, because he's going to get play because he has to. Yeah. I mean, there's nobody, there's really no other receivers that are even worth a damn. IU kind of is showing up a little bit. But uh, other than that, Kendrick Bourne was just a disaster for most fantasy purposes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also Raheem Mostert, he's still out for week four, so he's still banged up. So it looks like it's going to be another uh, Jarek McKinnon-Jeff Wilson game. But the Eagles' defense, despite them being awful, they're actually pretty good against the run. So it could be more of a Jarek McKinnon versus Jeff Wilson game. Uh, Chris Carson, he's going to be a game-time decision against the Dolphins. He practiced uh, limited all week, so I guess that's good. I mean, in our in our season-long league, I was kind of hoping that he'd take this week off because I have Carlos Hyde. 
Mm. And I really need another running back, but, you know, <laughs> what can you do? Um, Lamar Miller, he signed to the Bears practice squad. Remember Lamar Miller? He used to be a guy. I do remember him. Do. He hasn't played in two years, but, you know, who knows? Wasn't he on the Patriots? What happened? Did they cut him? They cut him before the season even started. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yep. Uh, Cam Akers, he's not going to play week four, so he's out again. Um, let's see. What a disappointing for beginning to his career. I know. How sad. You know, he had so much hype coming in, too. Oh, he's going to be the guy. He's in the best situation. And then he have not seen shit. Yeah, but dislocated ribs. You know, that's... That, that's something different. It's no joke. No. Um, Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley are both game-time decisions uh, for the Monday night game. So that, I mean, be ready to have your pivots. Uh, Russell Gage is trending in the right direction that he's more than likely going to play. But with, uh, you know, this one's kind of tough because, again, it's the Monday night game. So, I mean, you got to hopefully you have some weird Green Bay flyer or some weird no-name Falcon player <laughs> you can pick up to play. Yeah. Um, it, oh, Michael Thomas, he's been ruled out for week four. So, I mean, there's another, you know, t- feel bad for the Michael Thomas owners out there. Um, you yeah, know, he, top five pick. Like top mm-hmm. top five pick. To have, to have him play one game and he wasn't even good in that game, you know, that that's pretty stressful. Those are cute, yes. Um, I think that's just about it. Yeah, that that's it. So, um, yeah, I did you want to talk about the Thursday night cute. game at all? Are you interested in that? And then, um, uh, I mean, just the, there's a couple of things here that that I think we should talk about. For one, you know, you know huh? I, it was very very disappointing. Mm-hmm. Very very disappointing how. Sorry, uh, like I'm. I guess I guess. Just the whole game in general. Watching it was hard to watch. Watching it was hard to watch. It was a painful game. You know, I, I kind of look at it and go, gosh, Sam Darnold just looked awful. Other than that that juke fake uh, take a knee, take a quarterback slide for a, was like a 46-yard touchdown run. Which rush are you at? Right, yeah. I, I mean, other than that, Melvin Gordon? I mean, it's like... Other than if he didn't bounce outside at the end of the game, um, I just don't think um, it's a good I game at all. Yeah, well, that was like a, I think was it like a thirty-yard touchdown run. That. No, it was a forty-three-yard uh, touchdown yeah, run. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, you take away like forty-three yards in the touchdown. He has an okay fantasy day because that puts him at about sixty-ish yards with one touchdown. You know, but getting that second touchdown there really helped him. But okay. I mean, he, he 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 had decent runs here and there, but overall it looked right. like it, it actually was a pretty time. bad game. I mean, Jerry Judy had that sweet Randy Moss catch for the uh, for his first career touchdown. That was that was nice to see. Yeah, but, I mean, that, and that was just bad DB play. It bounced off the guy's face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then uh, Jameson Crowder, you know, hey, seven for one hundred four. I mean, you know, PPR gold. I feel kind of silly for not playing him. Yeah. And uh, you know, but hey, you know, just. That, that's fantasy football. Chris Herndon still not being used, one for 11. I mean, just uh, just pretty desolate, uh, you know, just two bad teams. And even though Broncos technically won the game, I think everybody lost. Yeah. I mean, it, you know what, though? At least it was good for a little while. Like, it was average to watch. It was almost comical at times. Mm-hmm. So it was, it, was a good, it was a good watch, but it was just a, it was an ugly game. 
All right, well, let's uh, break down the rest of, assuming there's going to be more, no more cancellations or postponements, <laughs> I guess right. we'll finish off with the NFC games this week. Uh, starting off with the Arizona Cardinals taking on the Carolina Panthers. You know, Kyler Murray, he's looking good. I mean, not much to say. I got him as my quarterback five, although it could adjust because Patrick Mahomes is ranked above him. You know, so, I mean, these numbers are going to be somewhat, you know, depending on the New England and Kansas City game, the numbers may be kind of thrown off. It's going to be Murray. skewed, but I, I got him in, at quarterback four this week. I, I think he's – He's an easy, solid play every single week just simply on his ability to run alone. But, uh, yeah, you can't really get him. You can't really miss with him. The guy threw three picks last week and still scored you 25 points. Yeah. Like, he's gonna, it's going to be fine. Kenyon Drake, I actually think this is a bounce-back game for him. He, you know, he hasn't been playing as the first-round draft pick that you took him at. But, I, I, you know, he's the running back like 26, 27 right now on the year. But I, I think he actually has the bounce back. I have him up at my running back 18 this week. I uh, I definitely believe you when I hear bounce back game because I've got him at my running back eight. Yeah, I think that I, I, I think this defense is not good. They're not going to be able to get anything done to stop most of this offense. And if they can spread it out, the running lanes for Kenyon Drake are going to be enormous, and he's gonna he's gonna have a great game. Um. DeAndre Hopkins, unfortunately, they're saying he's a game-time decision now, too, which was, you know, kind of surprising. He, I think he practiced limited all week, but, I mean, if he if he's healthy and a full go, I got him as my wide receiver, too, this week. Uh, I've got him at my wide receiver, one. Yeah, I mean, guy's been ball- he, he's just been balling out. Yeah, there's not much to say. <laughs> yeah. uh, Larry Fitz, you know, if, if Hopkins is banged up, I think you can definitely flex Larry Fitz this week because – Panthers defense is not scary at all. No, the Panthers defense is is garbage. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater, you have any interest in him? No. <laughs> Mike Davis, I actually think Mike Davis. You know, he, he had a good showing off last week. Um, I, I think he's going to have another repeat of that. I actually have him ranked this week as my running back ten. Just with his volume, just in terms of PPR scoring, he's going to be heavily involved. So I, I, I got him pretty high this week. Yeah, I mean, I, I do believe his PPR is is huge. That that ability, I've got him at the 24 running back of the week. Uh, DJ Moore. I actually think DJ Moore scores this week because, uh, you know, Buda Baker and a couple other DBs are injured for Arizona right now. So I, I actually think he finally gets a touchdown this week. I have him as my wide receiver 18 right now. Um, I might move him up a bit, but, you know, I, I feel he's pretty – he's safe to play this week. Yeah, I mean, I've got him at, at 19, so we're definitely on the same wavelength. And I, I think you can actually fire up Robbie Anderson, too. I mean, he, he's he's been good every week so far. He's, he's the wide receiver eight on the year. Yeah, he's he's been pretty solid. Um, moving on, we got the Indianapolis Colts taking on the Chicago Bears. Uh, old P. Rivers, you, you have any interest in him? I mean, no. no I, I, I don't think he's he's anything of what he used to be. It's a Jonathan Taylor team now, and I got him at running back seven. <laughs> exactly the same as me. There you go. Uh, T.Y. Hilton seems to be the only healthy wide receiver on the team, but even then I still have a hard time ranking him. I am all the way down at wide receiver 29. Um, he's actually the wide receiver 70 on the year, which is absolutely oh, insane. I mean – he missed time. He he played in ten games 
in 2019 and he was the wide receiver 57. You know, so just this guy, I, I don't know what's going on. I, I hope him and Rivers can get back on track. I mean, they've kind of, a lot of it is Rivers, though, you know, because T.Y. has been T.Y. F- for the most part, I think. He looks the same to me running around out there. I've got him ranked at 25. He, j- he just made the cut at my 25. But, again, it's it's all it's all relevant, you know, to game script and whether or not it's going to be a Taylor game or if they're going to be hucking the ball down the field, which – I don't know. I don't think they are. A- any interest in Jack Doyle, Mo Ali Cox? No. <laughs> God no. Uh, Nick Foles. I don't think you can start him yet because the Colts' defense is actually the number one defense on the year. <clears throat> um, so I'd probably, even though he's got some weapons. So I mean, maybe in a, you know what? If you're a Patrick Mahomes owner, maybe you could. Yeah, go to, pick to, him up. To, yeah, maybe I'll play Nick Foles. You never know. I mean, his wide receivers are healthy, but David Montgomery. He's looking like he's fully healthy again, getting back into the swing of things. I got him at running back 17 this week, but, you know, I, I see him with upside there. Uh, let's see. I, I, got, I actually have Foles ranked at 21. I got Foles ranked at 21. And then I've got David Montgomery at running back 12. You know, he's uh, with, right. with the Cohen injury, I think he's going to be getting some love. Again, this defense is tough, though, man. It really is yeah. going to be a, a tough go. But a lot of this defense and why they're ranked number one in the league has to do with who they've played to this point. That's true. Yeah, you got to hold that because they did play Jacksonville, Minnesota, and the Jets. So it's kind of like. It helps when you, when you had two pick sixes against the Jets. If they weren't in the top five, I'd be disappointed. I think that defense would be garbage playing who they've played. But. And then you know I got I'm I'm been big on Allen Robinson all year. I've got him at at my uh, wide receiver four. Nice. I got him at nine. I you know I think you can fire him up. Anthony Miller. I think you can play as well. I got him at thirty four. So there's definitely some flex appeal there for Anthony. Miller. Absolutely. Then Jimmy Graham secretly he actually leads the NFL in red zone targets right now. So I actually think you can play Jimmy Graham. I hate to say that I, I called this last week that he was going to be a dude that that might get in the end zone. I, I mean, he, they seem to be wanting to target this guy. You know, they it's, it's like they brought him there for a reason, right? Green Bay, I thought, was going to work out for him. It was average at best. And then he goes to Chicago, and I kind of went, yeah, okay, whatever. Didn't think much of it. Dude, they, they Nagy knows what he wants, and he's going to make do with this guy. He's going to get all the money's worth. Yeah, I think, I think you can actually play Jimmy Graham this week. Uh, moving on, we got the Cleveland Browns taking on the Dallas Cowboys. Despite Dallas having a terrible defense this year, I'm still not that high on Baker Mayfield because they're turning into a run-first offense, which they should have been this entire time. Despite having, you know, Juice Landry and OBJ, you know, Baker Mayfield, I just don't think he's a good quarterback. Um, You know, he has moments where he looks okay, but for the most part, I think he's a garbage quarterback. Um, I actually have Baker Mayfield all the way down at quarterback 27 this week, despite the, the nice matchup against the Cowboys. Yeah, no, he did not make my uh, he didn't make my top 25. I w- <laughs> bro, they've got Alden Smith on the other side, who apparently is back and better than ever because he's leading the league in sacks right now. But uh, he's gonna be comeback player of the year, 100. Yeah, I, I mean, if he keeps going at this pace, absolutely. But it's I think it's gonna be a rough day if they don't get that ground game rumbling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I got Nick. I got Nick Chubb at sixteen and Cream Hunt at twenty-one. I wanted to make Chubb higher. I mean, part of the reason why he's the number ten running back on the year right now is because of the touchdowns he's getting, which touchdowns are hard to predict. He's getting a lot of like he's getting a lot of carries at twenty-two the previous week, nineteen last week. But Cream Hunt is slowly eating away at his volume, 
which, I mean, you, you have Nick Chubb in, in our season-long league. I would actually be possibly shopping Nick Chubb right now because it's just as Kareem Hunt's taking away from him, you know, in terms of NFL, it's good for the Browns, but it kind of hurts Chubb's value a little bit. Uh, a, a little bit, but I think that this that the touchdown value is it's always there. And when you have a guy that's finding the end zone that's got a nose for it, uh, you know, he's always uh, open. I'm always open to trade. You know, I wouldn't say I'm actively shopping him. Uh, I've got him at running back six this week. I think he's going to get in the end zone once or twice again. I've got Kareem Hunt at 20, you know. Um, Odell Beckham, he just – there was even rumors of Odell Beckham saying he's just not in love with playing football anymore. Um, he's actually had a sore back, so he actually missed a lot of practice this week. But they're saying he's a full go. He's a wide receiver 41 right now on the year. But, I mean, you know, he still has that ceiling. I mean, I have him at wide receiver 27. So, I mean, he's like a wide receiver 2 or a flex in my opinion. But, I mean, he's just he's tough because, you know, he could easily, you know, in that Kansas City – or, I'm sorry, Cincinnati game where he had like the 50-yard touchdown catch – or he goes week, he reverts back to week one where he's three for twenty two, or even last week against a bad Washington team at four and fifty nine. Yeah, you know, and it's and it, I've been an Odell honk all year, right? I'll, I'll toot the train all day, uh, but I'm I'm losing some luster here. I've got him ranked the lowest I've had him all year at at wide receiver sixteen, and I just need to see I just need to see a little bit more. That ceiling you said it is always there. But, but man, it's it's so, the now. floor. The floor is is completely it's completely dependent on Baker Mayfield, which is an, a terrifying prospect. Mm-hmm. Um, Dallas Cowboys, Dak Prescott, he's awesome this year. He's on pace to throw for like sixty five hundred yards <laughs> or some shit like that, which would be absolutely amazing if he did. I hope. And he who does. knows with with the, with the way they're slinging it, you know he. He's thrown the ball 39, 47, and 57 times this year. Um, this, now, this might be a game where he doesn't have to throw it as much, but I still, you know, with, with C.D. Lamb, Cooper, Gallup, and Dalton Schultz kind of coming out of nowhere, he's, he's my quarterback three. Uh, I've got him at five this week, you know, but it's, it's, he's going to have a big one. Zeke, he's very good at football, running back two. Same here. Same here. I mean, the guy's gonna the guy's gonna run all over the place. He it's he Zeke. always does. It's Zeke. You know, uh, Mari Cooper. I got him at six. I have Gallup at thirty two, which to me feels low. But right now, I mean, he seems to you know Dak seems to be. He, I mean, he throws to Gallup still, but he's spreading the ball out a much. So I think that. And then you know, with the emergence of Ceedee Lamb, who's had uh, fifty, he's had at least five catches and fifty yards in every game this year. I think that kind of pulls away some of the targets for Gallup. Yeah. But, you know, I still think you play Gallup, you play you play Lamb. I mean, I've got – this might be one of the first times I've got all three guys in my top 25. I've got Cooper at 9. I've got C.D. Lamb at 21. And I've got Michael Gallup at 24. I mean, and these guys actually, are these guys are great. In the, in the gross landscape of tight end, I actually have Dalton Schultz as my tight end 9 this week. I'm, I mean, he, he had six targets. He went 4 for 48. You know, so, I mean – Dak's looking his way, and it's weird because in our season-long league, I'm actually going to play Dalton Schultz over Tyler Higby, which seems very dirty. But I, I think Schultz, you know, because you can actually beat the Browns because they don't have a linebacking core at all. They have decent defensive backs, which affects the wide receivers, but they're giving up like the fifth most points to tight ends right now. I mean, 
I can't get over what you just said. It feels it feels <laughs> gross to me. But it feels terrible. But you know, but good hey, luck to you, Zach. Hey, he only had two targets last week, so we'll see. <laughs> uh, moving on, New Orleans Saints taking on the Detroit Lions. Drew Brees looks somewhat back on paper, but when you look at it, he threw basically everything to Alvin Kamara. So, I mean, I'm slowly losing my I, – I love Drew Brees forever. I actually still have him at quarterback eight, and that's because Detroit's defense doesn't scare me. And I still think he's just going to dump off to Kamara, and Kamara's going to run all over them. I, I mean, it's it's going to be another huge Kamara day with, without question. But Detroit's defense, is their whack is all hell. So, who really knows what you're going to get? At this point, um, other than it's pretty much a certainty, Kamara. Yes. But I, I, I actually might. I actually might need to lower Drew Brees now that I'm looking at. I, I don't know. I got Drew Brees at, at 13. I think yeah, he's a check down. He's going to just check it down, and the points are going to be there as long as he's feeding Kamara the rock. Like just drop it off to him. He may throw. He may throw two or three touchdowns. Just little check downs to Kamara. Yeah, well, with all that being said, I have Kamara as my running back one. Right yeah, now. me too, and it's not even close. And then the wide receivers, you know, I was really hoping Michael Thomas would be back. I actually ranked Michael Thomas because I thought he'd be back. That's also why I was so high on Drew Brees this week. Mm. So now that Michael Thomas is officially out, I got to remove that. And then Brees will probably be – you have him at 13. I'd probably have him somewhere in, like, the 13 to 17 range. Yeah. That'd probably be where I'd have him. But then Traquan Smith is like the de facto number one, but I don't really love him that much. I, you know, he's a good player, but, you know, he went four for 42 last week against Green Bay. But, you know, may, maybe now that they know that Thomas is going to be out, maybe they got more reps in together. You know, I, I have him as my wide receiver 41 right now, so. Yeah, none, yeah. none of them made my, my top 25. They're, yeah. they're Without Thomas, then, the whole team is kind of, other than Kamara, is just sort of shot. Yeah, and then. And then, well, I mean, who knows? It could help them because Jared Cook's actually out this week. So, you know, it could be a big Manny Sanders game then, you know, come playing in on the slot. I, I, you know, who knows? It's going to be a Kamara day. It, you know, you, you can expect, you know, probably like 50-ish yards running, probably another 60 to 100 yards receiving. <laughs> probably like uh, then, 60 to 160 yards receiving. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he's going to have 15 catches. So, I mean, that that's going to – so. Uh, moving on, Detroit Lions, Matt Stafford got Kenny Galladay back. Um, actually, I was my quarterback 16, which actually seems – actually, now that I'm looking at my rankings, he's going to move up by at least two, you know, because so, I have uh, Roethlisberger and stuff, you know. So, I mean, you know, Matt Stafford, you can play Matt Stafford this oh. week. The Saints defense is – especially now that with, with Galladay back, he looked a lot better. Yeah, yeah. And I actually did move him up to – I have him at 14. Uh He's he's gonna be getting points. That that's kind of what it's gonna happen. You got to stay up and catch up to the Chiefs, or I'm sorry, to the Saints. With Galladay back, he's always gonna make my he's gonna make my top fifteen. I I have Kenny Galladay actually at wide receiver. 15. I, I, oh, by the way, listeners, I just skipped over the running backs because it's just a dumpster. It's gross. Yeah, uh, Kenny Galladay. I actually have him as a wide receiver fifteen this week. Um, I wanted to make him higher, which he will probably go up in rankings as time progresses. I just want to see more healthy games. You know, he looked pretty good last week against Arizona. So, I mean, if he has another good week against the Saints, then they had the bye week, week five, then they're coming back and playing Jacksonville, then Kenny Galladay's 100% flying up my rankings. Yeah, I got Kenny Galladay at 11. And I think, you know, one, one more week being healthy, one more week 
not having to worry about that hamstring. You know, it's gonna it's gonna be good, dude. Exactly. TJ Hawkinson, tight end ten. I mean, if you have him on your team, you're playing him. Yeah. That's about it. Uh, moving on, we got the Los Angeles Chargers taking on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, probably going to be a pretty tough game. You know, West Coast team going to the East Coast. Um, I really like Justin Herbert for future, you know, use. But I, I don't think I, I actually might I might have to play him this week in our dynasty league just because of the Patrick Mahomes question mark. But um, you know, because Herbert looked okay against Carolina, but that defense isn't that good. So, I mean, who knows? Maybe since he had more starter reps, he might be better this week. But, you know, I, I have him all the way at quarterback 28 right now. Uh, I have got Herbert at quarterback 20. You know what? They're, okay. they're actually playing really, really, really good football. I mean, I'm looking here. They're they're sixth on offense. They're eighth on defense. and But they're one and two. I, I'm not sure what the heck's going on here other than they had a tough one against uh, the Chiefs. I do think yeah. this is going to be a tougher day because Tampa Bay's defense is legit. Tampa Bay's defense is, is real. Um, but, again, if they get down, the thing that I, that I will go back to with Herbert, dude, he knows who his weapons are. The guy is going to pump the rock into Keenan Allen. He's going to pump the rock into Hunter Henry. He's going to give that ball. He's going to find Eckler. He knows his weapons, man, and he uses them well. You know, that's yeah, why I've well, got him at 20. Yeah, I got Eckler at running back four because of all those points. I mean, that you just said. I mean, he had 11 targets and 11 catches last week. So, I mean, that right there. 11, like, if you can get 11 points from your running back, you're already like, okay, pretty good. And then anything else is just cherry on top. <laughs> yeah. So, I, I mean, I've got him a little lower. A, I've got him at okay. 19. Wow. And I, I feel like this defense – is going to be – they're so fast. They, You know, you go out and you get that guy Devin White last year. Mm-hmm. Dude, he flies around the field. He is a sideline-to-sideline side linebacker yeah. that can cover. Well, I mean, he's a guy that will that will hamper Eckler all day. All yeah, day. Well, Ke- Keenan Allen got peppered with targets last week. He had 19 targets, which you love to see coming out of your wide receiver. Um, you know, again, but tough matchup. I actually have him as my wide receiver – 21 right now mm-hmm. with, with but but with but there'd be an arrow going in the up direction next to his name certainly because you know right he's the wide receiver nine on the year right now and you know he had the monster day against carolina and there's a good chance that they're just going to force feed him targets all day against tampa bay yeah i would imagine i've got him at, at wide receiver 18 yeah hunter henry my tight end two this week because you know just like you said they're, they're gonna have to you know, find the ball to their playmaker. So, you know, I think it's going to be a heavy Eckler-Henry-Allen game. Yeah, it's, it's going to be the big names for sure. Uh, Tom Brady, quarterback 19. You know, the Chargers defense, they they seem to be able to shut you down. But, you know, Tom looked good last week against Denver. You know, he looked, he looked good against New Orleans in, in week one. So, I don't know. I, I, think, I think Tom Brady's the same, especially with Mike Evans is healthy. Oh, wait, never mind. Chris Godwin's out. Yeah, yeah. I might be. A bit, I might that. be a bit. High, I might be a bit high on Brady. Then what did you have him at? Uh, Nineteen. Mm. I might. I, I might actually have to lower him. Maybe down to like 21, 20, somewhere between twenty-one and twenty-three. Probably somewhere in there. Now I've got him. I've got him at sixteen. And the wow. reason I've got him despite, at sixteen, despite missing Godwin, despite missing Godwin, I think that he'll figure it out with Evans. And I know Scotty Miller is kind of banged up as well. 
But, dude, I'm expecting somewhat of a big game from these tight ends, you know, simply because they. I think they're going to be throwing it. Leonard Fournette is out. I, I, I feel like this is something that if, if it's going to be Brady doing something this year, it, he better do it now. Otherwise, otherwise, people are going to start to turn on him, fantasy owners especially. I think that it's time to prove it, but, you know, we'll see. <laughs> uh, Ronald, Ronald Jones, I, especially like you just said with Leonard Fournette being out, I, I think you can safely play him. I actually have him kind of low, I guess. I have him in the RB2 range. Um, I have him around running back 22, 23 right now. Um, just because, the, I mean, the volume just hasn't been there, but that's also because Fournette's been involved. <clears throat> right. But right. I don't know. You, you, you play him this week. Yeah. You can run on the Chargers. I, I've got him in my watch list. Yeah. Mike Evans had the wonderful week of two catches for two yards and two touchdowns, which I guess you can't be mad. <laughs> just, <laughs> yeah, I mean. That, call, I, I call that efficiency. That is absolute efficiency for sure. But because of, because of situations like that, I actually have Mike Evans at 22 right now. Although there would be an arrow pointing up next to his name, especially with Godwin out and um, Scotty Miller kind of banged up. You know, because Justin Watson, he was a high-spark-scoring athlete, but, I mean, his entire career so far, you haven't seen much out of him. Right. So, you know, I, I, I figure it's going to be a heavy Evans and O.J. Howard Gronk day. Yeah, that, that's what I'm expecting is, is getting Evans. I've got him at 10. You know, he'll, he'll get in the end zone. I believe he will get in the end zone. And uh, I think Gronk and O.J. Howard will have themselves a nice little day, even though, you know, I, I could care less about tight ends. But that's yeah. what I can see I, happening in this game. I, I'm actually forced to play Gronk in one of my fantasy leagues. And I actually don't hate it this week because, you know, Brady was looking to him a little bit last week. You know, he, he, had, uh, he had six catches for 48 yards last week. You know, so... And I keep my expectations low for tight end. I mean, unless you have Kittle or, you know, Kelsey or Andrews, you know, your expectations are pretty low. Right. Uh, speaking of Andrews, moving on, we got the Baltimore Ravens taking on the Washington Redskins, Washington football team. Redskins. Lamar Jackson, just very, very weird start to his fantasy season. You know, he was the number one quarterback week one, or I think top five <clears throat> in week one. But he's sitting at quarterback fourteen this year, so he's he's definitely not the quarterback that you you paid you paid up for. Um, yeah, he, he definitely well, hasn't been doing it. The, the Washington team doesn't scare me. I actually have him at quarterback six this week. I, I think this is his get right game. I I agree with you. That's why I've got him at two. I think this is this is going to be all right. We just played a couple of great teams in a row. You know, you look at their offense here on on you know the. NFL.com, they're 25th on offense, the Baltimore Ravens. That I, they, set, they set the record for rushing yards last year. They did. You know, so. They did. And I, I feel like he's not getting it done through the air, but he's going to figure it out this week. That's just what I, what I can see on the horizon here. You know, as it all depends. Is Chase Young back, or is he still out? I think he's still questionable. I actually... You talk, I'll look it up. You know, I, I feel like as a whole, this this Washington Redskin defense, they've been pretty solid. They're number six. They're, I'm sorry, they're the sixth defense in the league right now. 
And they're looking, I think they look or have been looking pretty good, but against Baltimore, dude, it's going to be tough. Oh, Chase, Chase Young is expected to miss week four. Okay, okay. I mean, so. I just, in my opinion, I do believe Lamar will blow this one up. This is going to well, be this is going to be a big game for him. Yeah, I, I could see that. But then Mark Ingram, J.K. Dobbins. You know what's funny? I actually, it's going to sound crazy. I actually think Gus Edwards handles the most running back carries by the end of the game because I think they're going to score a lot in early. Yeah. And be able to and be able to sh- and they're going to be able to shut the Washington offense down. Yeah. So then you're going to see Gus Edwards in cleanup duty. I'm not saying Gus Edwards is going to have a good game, but I mean you know you figure Mark Ingram might have. Six to eleven carries. J.K. Dobbins will probably have somewhere around the eight. Right. Yeah. Six to eight. I mean, Ingram. And Gus, man, e- Gus Edwards could very well have like twelve or fourteen by the end of the game, just because yeah. of cleanup duty. Yeah. And Ingram has been pretty disappointing to this point in the season. Now, I think that he will. I think he'll find the end zone in this game. I've got him at my uh, running back twenty-five. But oh man, he, he is quickly, quickly declining. This yeah, season. I got Ingram. I got Ingram at twenty-seven, and that's just because he has one touchdown this year. Yeah, he's been a touchdown monster his whole career. It's just he, you know, he's just not getting the volume. Yeah, J.K. Dobbins is eating that up. Um, you know, if Mark Ingram leaves Baltimore at the end of this year or retires or whatever, I think J.K. Dobbins is going to be a superstar running back. But just right now, with them sharing the, it's just it's hard to say. Yeah, agree. Uh, Ho- Hollywood Brown. We were talking about him a little bit before the show. I, you know, just because Lamar has been playing not like Lamar, it's been really affecting Mark uh, Hollywood Brown's, you know, outcome. He's he's the wide receiver fifty three on the year right now, which is insane because you know he was he was the wide receiver. Actually, he was wide receiver forty six last year, so he wasn't much better last year. But he had some <laughs> yeah. great games. He has no touchdowns. He had, week one he went five for one one, then he's gone five for forty two and two for thirteen. I actually think I think I think Hollywood Brown actually scores this week. But since he hasn't done much this year, I actually have him at wide receiver 31 right now. That's just about where I've got him. I've got him at uh, – he's in my watch list. He didn't make my top 25. Again, he's he's getting six targets a game, which is nice. But, man, he's just got to do a little bit more. He's been over 100 yeah. yards once and has been out of the end zone this entire season. It's time to turn it around. I mean, I've got – I've got uh, where do I have Andrews here? Hang on one second. Because I, I think Andrews is going to have a I nice think, game. I think he turns it around. I actually have him as my my tight end three this week. Um, you know, he had the great week one, five for 58 with two touchdowns. But then he went one for 29 and then three for 22. Yeah. But, I, you know, he, he I, I think this is a, I think this is a get-right game for Baltimore. I think they're fine this week. I, I agree. I've got him at tight end, too. Dwayne Haskins, still the worst quarterback in the league, in my opinion. He's still quarterback thirty-two. Antonio Gibson, you know, it's he kind to me. He's kind of like a Terry McLaurin, where you see such a talented, good player, but you're on such a shitty team. Yeah, it's really sad. Yeah, because Gibson, I I think Gibson's a great running back. I I think, I think he's going to be really good, and he's definitely going to have better weeks ahead of him. But right now, I have him ranked at thirty-one, just because you know Baltimore. It's going to be tough. You know, Baltimore can stop you on defense. There's a very po- very good possibility that Washington gets shut out this game, or or puts up six points. You know, yeah. so it's, you know it's going to be a ne- negative game script for Gibson. So it might be, you know, 
it, it just it, it, it is. It's just not going to be there. It's today. just not going to be there. Uh, you know, you, you nailed it on the head. This team, this defense that they're playing, one of the best in the league. I, like he, I he, he get I, nowhere even close to my rankings. Not even in my watch list. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it's going to be a heavy JD McKissick game just because of the, the game script. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Terry McLaurin, love the guy, hate the matchup this week. But I still ranked him at 26 because he's their best player. You have to throw the ball to him. And so. yeah, Exactly. That's why I've got him at 12. I think yeah. they're going to be down and they're going to be throwing, and that's just the only, that's the reason he's up as high as he is for me. He's their could best play, player. Could you play Logan Thomas this week? I, I don't care. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, probably. But, ugh. <laughs> Moving on, we got the Philadelphia Eagles taking on the San Francisco 49ers. Um, Carson Wentz just looks lost out there. He's actually – I think I read somewhere that Carson Wentz actually has the worst QBR this year in all of the NFL, even, like, worse than Dwayne Haskins, worse than just everybody else. So – and then I don't know if it gets much better against the San Francisco defense. Even though they have all the injuries, they're still playing really good football right now. They are. They they definitely so, are, yeah. And and they're, go ahead. I got Wentz at, at twenty two. I, mean, I, I have Wentz at twenty. I'm at twenty six. I'm sorry, twenty five. You know, so it's just, it, it's a tough play. It's, it's, it is like, a tough play, and it's a it's an extremely tough matchup against a great defense. Yeah, they've lost a bunch of names. This team is so deep. People forget about how good San Francisco is, yeah. like from well, the top I, to the I, bottom. Well, Miles Sanders, you know, he, he's looking good and healthy, and the offense has to go around him now because they have, you know, their number one wide receiver right now is Greg Ward. Oh, my God. Who would, prob- who would probably be like a practice squad player on any other roster right now. <laughs> but since he's like the only healthy receiver, you know. So, Miles Sanders, I, I just think he gets a lot of volume this week, and because of that I have him at running back 13. Yeah, I've got him at 15 for all those same reasons. I mean, Greg Ward, I mean, if you if you have to fl- – like, let's say you're the, I don't know, A.J. Brown, Corey Davis, Juju Smith-Schuster owner, you know, maybe maybe you can do a pivot to Greg Ward just because of volume play. Um, you know, they, they have to throw to somebody. He had 11 targets last week and a touchdown. So, you, you know, so Greg Ward might be a name to look out for. But, I mean, oh. the, only, uh, the only other pass catcher they have is Zach Ertz, and I am at tight end six because, you know, again, you know, uh, Dallas Goddard's out. Ertz is the only tight end now, so you just got to throw again. Got to throw to somebody. Yeah, I've got him at tight end three. Yeah, uh, San Francisco. Nick Mullins is uh, manning the team again. He actually looked okay last last week against the Giants, even though the Giants are a bad team. You know, still threw for three hundred forty three yards, which you don't hate. Um, and now with, with uh, Debo Samuel coming back, you know, you like to see that. With Debo Samuel Kittle's and coming. Kittle coming back, exactly. Yeah, I, you know, and, and Kittle's back. What, really what this guy is playing for this year, in all these opportunities that he's had, and he's looks really good. People forget Mil- Mullins two years ago, or when, when Garoppolo went down, you know, it was they were saying, oh, Bethard's going to be the guy. And then Nick Mullins come in and kind of stole the show. He took over that starting job. This guy, he can get it done as a starter in the NFL, I think, to be completely honest with you, just from the things that I've seen. You're not going to ask him to go out there and, and win you games yet, but there's something there. There's something there, and right now, if he can show out again, you know, the 49ers, they, they can easily turn that into some draft capital. 
at some well, point. I was going to say, for, for the way he's been playing right now, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if, uh, you know, Cleveland makes an offer to him or, I don't know, who the fuck else? Some, someone else out there probably needs a quarterback. Yeah. Um, maybe, fuck, maybe even the Bears offer him, depending on how Nick Foles, you know, pans <laughs> out the rest of this season. Right. You know, exactly. I, 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 Nick Mullins, someone, if he keeps playing at this trajectory now that he has healthy weapons again, you know, he's probably not going to be on the San Francisco roster very long. No. I Now, I, I don't know if I would play him this week in fantasy because the Eagles have a decent defense. Um, I actually have him as my quarterback 24. Three right now, so I mean, I you know, in a, in a pinch, you can play him. Um, I I just I need to see I need to see more tape on him. Yeah, no, he, he a little bit more tape for sure to start. You know, to be able to start him in fantasy, but uh, yeah. it's going to be more, much more of a running day again here. And I got Jared yeah. McKinnon at my running back twenty two. I I got McKinnon at twenty. I I think he has a great day. Yeah, uh, Jeff Wilson, I. Eh. Jeff Wilson, I mean, he had he had a touchdown catch and a touchdown run, but I mean, his rushing he went twelve for fifteen, you know, and then his touchdown catch was a was a long catch, and you know he had fifty four yards in the touchdown. So I mean, McKinnon's the head of the backfield right now. Right. Uh, Brandon Ayuk, Kendrick Bourne, you know, Debo Samuel. I uh, I don't know if I could comfortably start any of those guys right now. I actually didn't really rank any of them just because it it's just it, it's so many question marks, and you know now that Kittle's back. I actually didn't rank Kittle because I thought Kittle wasn't going to play. Right. Um, but it is. It, it's a hard play for any of those receivers. You know, it, unless you're in a three a three wide receiver league, you probably won't be getting much play on these guys. Um, Debo, I don't I, I, think is going to be used the way everybody is expecting him to yet. They yeah, I, was gonna, sure. I probably wouldn't. I, I probably wouldn't even play Debo Samuel. Right no. Now. Yeah. It's, Just because I I want to see how his foot's looking. I want to see what his role kind of is. In, now, granted, his what he's going to do in this game is not going to be what he does rest of the season. Exactly. You know, he's probably going to be more of a decoy out there, like a gadget player, just to kind of get him some reps, try to get him back up to speed. Exactly. Um, yeah. And the only pass catcher I'm interested in would be Kittle. Yeah. And I would, I'd probably slot him in, like, the tight end three or four. I mean, it's George Kittle. Exactly. I've got him at tight end five this week, and, and I think he's probably he's going to have a big one. Yeah. And then uh, our final game is the Monday night game. We got the horrible Atlanta Falcons taking on the surprisingly good Green Bay Packers. Actually, I don't want to say surprisingly good. That's a lie because they were one win away from going to the championship. <clears throat> but, you know, at both sides of the ball are giving up massive points. I actually see it. I really hope for a big shootout. Although now hearing that Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley are questionable. Yeah. That, that kind of makes me worried about Matt Ryan's output. I actually have Matt Ryan as my quarterback 12 this week. Um, <laughs> I've got him at 10. For, for, for the simple reason of, dude, with the, if these two receivers don't go, even if they do go, can we trust them? Like, who knows? Mm-hmm. Who knows? I hate questionable all week long. It's the hardest thing in fantasy to deal with. Matt Ryan, you know, it's Gage, is Gage playing? Or is he down yes. too? Well, they're, no, they're they're saying that he's trending in the right direction. You know, I I would sit there and say Hayden Hurst. If they don't play Hayden Hurst, will probably have a big one. But they had a lot of injuries last. Dude, they lost their fucking kicker. Like their mm-hmm. kicker was down. I had to drop Quo, and I, I'm pissed about it because I, I love having that guy 
on you know on he's my roster. He's a great great fantasy. Kid, right. right, and now he, and then he goes down. And it's like man, they lost they lost a lot of mugs last week. But I still think this offense can move the ball. Uh, it's going to be tough against the Packers, though, yeah. man. Todd 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 Gurley, I have as my running back twenty four this week. I mean, I just I'm not loving what I'm seeing from him. I'm really not. I know you're a big Gurley lover. And I am too. Don't get me wrong. I love Todd Gurley. You know, he was one of my favorite players. You know, he's he's probably one of my favorite Rams of all time, just because he was so much fun to watch. Right. But I mean, he's a shell of what he was. So. Yeah, and I, I mean, I've got him at my running back eighteen. Yeah. I'm still holding on hope that this son of a bitch can get back to it. Again, it's it's been a couple of rough weeks. He has got he has found the end zone, which has somewhat saved these days. If mm-hmm. if these receivers are down. I would expect him to get a little bit more love in this game. They're going to try to, you know, work him in, I, I would imagine. Actually, although talking about the, the Rams, I realized we didn't talk about the Giants-Rams game, so we'll talk about that one after this one. Yes, yes. But, okay, but the – the now, if Julio and Ridley were healthy – see, this was before all the – because, you know, I do I do my rankings pretty early in the week. Me too. Um, and, you know, now that I got the fucking updates, I feel kind of stupid because I had Ridley at three and Julio at 12 because I thought this was just going to be a massive shootout. But, I mean, if, if they're banged up, I'm going to definitely lower those guys. If they're healthy, you know, definitely play them. They're, you know, they're, they're, the volume's going to be there. And Russell Gage, I think you can 100% flex Gage. Yeah. I mean, if, now if, if Jones and or Ridley is out, then Gage is borderline wide receiver one. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah, I've got, I've got Ridley at five. And I've got I had Julio Jones on my watch list because I figured he was not necessarily trending in the right direction. Um, but again, Julio on a watch list, you play him. I mean, that's yeah, I, he's I, gonna be he's gonna be the guy. But at this point, with these injuries, it's it's hard to tell. It's hard to tell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got Hayden Hurst as my tight end fourteen right now, but you know his, his arrow would definitely go up if any of those wide receivers. Yeah, I have him at 11, and he's definitely skyrocketing if any guys miss time. And then if anyone else has been paying attention, the Atlanta defense gives up a lot of points to quarterbacks. So with that being said, Aaron Rodgers my quarterback two this week. He is number three for me, and he can chuck the ball. So we, yep. we know what he Aaron, can do. Aaron Jones running back six. I mean, he's awesome. I mean, just not much to say. I've got him at my running back three. Guy has been a stud. What's funny is six actually sounds a bit low to me. I should probably move him up. Devontae Adams, you know, he, he's ready to rock and roll. I actually have him as my wide receiver one this week. Um, you know, banged up so far. But, I mean, he looked insane against Minnesota, So and he missed last week. So I think getting him that extra rest, and then Atlanta's terrible. So he's gonna- Yeah, I've got him at six this week, and he's probably trending up because yeah. I've got Ridley Mark- ahead of him. Marcus Valdez-Scantling, um, you know, some news there, Alan Lazard had core muscle surgery, so he's out indefinitely. So MVS, I think you can actually play him. I actually have him pretty low. I have him in the 30s, but I actually might move him up just because of, uh, you know, now that Alan Lazard is out. He was not on anything. He didn't make my top 25 nor my watch list. I heard about Lazard, and I put him in my watch list. There you go. That's the thing. Um, well, let's go back to the Giants-Rams game that I – don't know how I missed it, but you know, maybe low blood sugars is lunchtime. <laughs> but Daniel Jones, he's bad at quarterback. Don't play him. He's he's not getting it done this year, is he? Everybody kind of, no. you know, all the fantasy, all the fantasy guys. You know, I was listening to all pre-draft are saying, "Hey, man, this guy could be a steal." 
hey guys, this guy, is, he's a dude. Man, he looks like shit. He, well, he, he doesn't look the, good. He's the quarterback 29 on the year. You know, and, Good and, lord. They are, yeah. they are the 32nd best offense in the NFL right now, which for most people, that is dead last. Well, their, their O-line can't block where it's shit. So I don't know if it's entirely Daniel Jones' fault. Then losing Saquon hurts. Because, you know, now you got this three-headed monster of Freeman, Lewis, Gallman. I have zero interest in any of those players. Yeah. Um, I didn't rank any of them. None of them. You can't play, you can't play any Mm-mm. of them. Um, Darius Slayton, Golden Tate, um, you know, got to throw to somebody. I have Slayton. He's my highest-ranked receiver from them. But even then, he's number 39. Uh, where did I rank him, that bastard? Let's see here. Nah, none of them made my top twenty-five. <laughs> uh, the only the only pass catcher worth noting is Evan Engram, but even then he's been you know kind of bad too. But I have him at tight end eleven right now. I've got him at twelve. Got to throw to somebody. Jared Goff, you know he had a he looked good last week, looked good the previous week, didn't look good week one. So I mean he's trending in the right direction. He's looking like the Goff that you wanted. He's quarterback nine on the year. The Giants' defense you can actually beat up, so I actually have him at 11 this week. I have got him at 12. There you go, yeah. Um, it looks like it's going to be another Daryl Henderson uh, yeah. game. You know, speaking of Daryl Henderson, I'm in a different league, and I'm quitting this fucking league after this season because I don't want to quit mid-year because I ain't no bitch, but I'm quitting after the season because <laughs> literally in my league it was not a collusion trade, but someone traded Daryl Henderson for the New Orleans Saint defense. Uh... What? Exactly. And I was like, that's fucking disgusting. And I was like, I hate this league. And I was like, and I just said, by the way, I'm not coming back next year. So I don't blame you. That's uh, yeah. appalling. Yes. So Daryl Henderson, um, you know, I would have ranked him a little bit higher, but Malcolm Brown does eat into his work a little bit. Not much, but a little bit. Um, he's been he's been like the number one running back since he took over duties, but I got him at 23 this week. But, I mean, he's definitely trending upward. Uh, I've got Daryl Henderson at 21. Yeah. Uh, Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, they looked great last week. Uh, Robert Woods, I got him at 11. Cooper Cup, I got. I have Cooper Cup at 17. I, now, don't get me wrong. I think Cooper Cup is the better. He has the higher ceiling than Woods. But Robert Woods, in all honesty, I think Robert Woods has these. He, I think he's the safest wide receiver in all of fantasy football. Yeah. Even Tyler Lockett. Robert Woods and Tyler Lockett, to me, are the two safest wide receivers in fantasy football. And I just think you get great consistency from Robert Woods. So that's why I, I have Woods a lot. I have Woods higher yeah. than I do Cup. Now, I've got, I've got them both here back-to-back, back, 13 and 14. i got Woods at 13, and i got Cooper Cup at 14. I just think that they're going to get it done. Tyler Higby, I have him at tight end 12. And I, like I said, I'm starting Dalton Schultz over him, but who knows, I might rethink that tomorrow morning. Right now, just – I mean, I love Tyler Higby, but he had two targets last week. You know, it's just they're not looking his way. And I actually think Goff's going to keep – Cooper Cup just completely balled out last week. And and the thing that, that I had a problem with, too, was uh, Tyler Higby only ran – I read a stat somewhere that he only ran 12 passing routes, and Gerald Everett ran 10. Mm. So, I mean, it, it's kind of cutting into Tyler Higby. Yeah volume so i you know i i, I actually think he's i have him at six i think he's gonna be i think he's gonna be just fine he's gonna get back to it you know are we are we ever gonna see that three touchdown game again i 
Probably, probably not. not. Probably not. But it's always it's always a possibility that he can get into the end zone. This offense is very, very good. They run a lot of play action passing, which has a lot to do with your tight ends. Has a lot to do with your tight ends. So I think anytime you've got a guy like Higby, it's it's not a bad play. You know, most of the time, no who really has a shitload of options at tight end? If you have Higby, probably gonna play Higby. At least that's unless my. You pick up, unless you pick up Dalton Schultz like I did, but then I, and I'm probably going to hate myself for that. Although in our dynasty league, I'm actually going to play Gasecki over Higby this week, but that's because they're taking on Seattle, and Seattle actually gives up the most points. When when Higby so, scores twice, I'm just going to send you those those eyeball emojis looking at you. I hope so. I hope so. I hope I'm wrong. Man, well we'll see. We'll see. It should be good though, man. It's going to be a fun yeah. weekend. Well, let, let's just hope there's no more cancellations and fucking rescheduling because this yeah. is just really fucking up the world for it's everybody. It's been a mess, right dude. It's been a mess. But I, well, that's going to wrap it up for us this week. Um, you know, we'll try to keep everyone up to date as best we can uh, with everything else going on in the world. You know, we'll, we'll keep posting on Twitter and Instagram and everything else. Um, but hey, thanks for listening. Check us out on social medias FF Football Show on Instagram, Filthy Show on Twitter. Send us emails at filthyfantasyfootballshow at gmail.com. I'm King Josh, Josh the King. And I'm Big Rome. Have a good day, guys.